I mean, it, w- it would be just that. Just don't don't overreach. I mean, there's going to be another deal that comes down the way. Um, yeah. And if you feel like you're not meeting that that payback that you need to get, doesn't matter how good the center is. Don't overpay. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black and FM Evolution. Welcome to episode 31. We passed your big 3-0 last week with Jim Knight and Cultures at Rock. And this week, we're talking about the fastest-growing county in the entire country, Maricopa County. We're speaking with Alex Shapiro at Arizona Partners. These guys are an amazing company. They've been doing real estate and property management for 20 years. And Alex has a really unique perspective because he does both real estate development and he deals with the leasing. So I'm excited to share with you guys what it's like to work in the county when you have hundreds of thousands of people moving in in a very short time. Crazy. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor. At CGP Maintenance and Construction Services Incorporated, corporate citizenship isn't just a buzzword. Their team volunteers all over the country and devotes time to help others in a wide variety of organizations. They want to unlock people's potential and elevate their quality of lives, one project at a time. Learn more at cgpconstruction.com. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution, and today we are talking with Alex Shapiro at AZ Partners in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, Arizona Partners has been in the real estate investment market for 20 years and specializing in acquisition, redevelopment, and development of retail shopping centers throughout California and the Southwest. So today we're going to be talking about to Alex about the growth of Maricopa County, which is unprecedented. Uh, it's experiencing crazy growth. And what it's like to be in that real estate and facility management uh, market. So, Alex, man, welcome to the show. How we doing? Doing great, man. I'm so glad we finally could get together and and have the show. It's been crazy. I know our schedules have been nuts, but yeah, that's that's glad to have you on. Being on the front lines, right? You know, well, that's it. That's part. That's why we're talking about this today. Is you know, is how amazingly busy that market is and what's going on. For those who don't know, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe something that is uh, someone wouldn't know necessarily, something uh, something that's, you know, someone may not know about you, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, I was born and raised uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, not too many of us are actually born and raised here. Scottsdale. Uh, been, <laughs> that's right. Been involved in uh, real estate actually since I was 16, working with these guys. Um, first started out doing leasing and then for the last five years, um, been managing and leasing five properties for them. Um, one thing that people might not know about me is I was actually a snowboard instructor, uh, up in Keystone, Colorado for a year. And Dude, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, man. Got uh, about 110 days on the mountain and, uh, teaching classes and, and turning in powder. It was awesome. You're gonna have to teach me. You're gonna have to teach me someday. I laugh because I have the worst coordinated person on the planet. <laughs> hey, if you can, uh, if you can get on the mountain, that's the first step. All right, well, gotta get you up there. Get a beer in you. I'll, we'll see. I'll take you up on that. <laughs> All right. 
Hey, man, so one of my favorite things to ask our guest is, is what they're reading. And I've gotten some really fascinating responses from people. So I'd love to know, um, you know, what kind of recommendations, like what are you going through right now? Yeah, I'm um, actually going to read you some right from my Audible. Um, that's really how I listen. I, you know, I do a lot of car trips. I'm not a big flyer. Me too. So a lot of times I will just, yeah, throw on Audible and, and just uh, hopefully finish the book. Um, let's see. Uh, one of the ones I really like is uh, So You Want to Start a Brewery by Tony Magee. Oh, uh, cool. Founders of Vlogonitas. Um, really cool story. You know how they started right out of their basement to where they are now. Um, another one is Shoe Dog by uh, Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. Oh, um, nice. Great, great, great read. Um, and then a couple other ones like uh, uh, Open by Andre Agassi, his, his, audi- his audible book. Um, Born a Crime, Trevor Noah. Um, oh, see, then, I know that one. Yeah. That was a great one. And then yeah. one last one, uh, The American Kingpin, The Epic Hunt uh, for the guy that did the, uh, was doing the black market stuff. Uh, Man, so those are really interesting books. Yeah, a couple different. You know, I really like real stories. I'm not a big uh, Lord of the Rings make believe. Right. (laughs) Oh, I need something that I can actually go look up on Google. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hear you. I get that. No, those are great. I always love to know what kind of people are into. Um, You know, reading Audible or not is a big part of you know kind of what our culture is and for me it's i do it all the time so it, it gives us some good sign and plus i'm always adding to that list of mine man yeah yeah it makes i love it that easier to 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 get into a book you know especially if it's a it's an interesting person reading the book you know yeah i love that those are great choices yes born a crime um i'm i heard about it i haven't read it yet but i'm i'm definitely going to get that on my list because i want to you know, i was lucky book. enough to go see his stand-up i have some family in chicago and i was out there and saw his stand-up uh trevor noah's stand-up in chicago he's funny man he's great he really yeah. is he's a he's a great guy uh, i watch his show every night it's, he's a funny guy you know what seems he seems so very genuine i love that yeah. about him yes Harder and harder to find these days. No, that's fact. It really is. (laughs) So, man, you guys are in Phoenix, and we're talking today about this. And Maricopa Maricopa County in Phoenix, right, is the fastest-growing market in the country right now. Yes. Uh, What what the heck? Why do you think everyone's moving to Phoenix, man? You know, I I think because the surrounding markets, um, like California and Denver, yeah. Um, they're at such a higher rate. I mean, they're, they're just so much oh, more expensive kidding. Yeah, compared to our market um, that a lot of those REITs and bigger companies are coming here and seeing that compared to where they're at, this is cheap. You, you know what? It's, it's absolutely true. I, for sure. Cause we live, you know, we're located in Southern California, which I, I don't know where we are in the list of most expensive markets, but we're up there. And uh, it's insane. And, and that the real estate market definitely for sure is more cost effective in Phoenix. But I mean, yep. you guys have great weather too. I mean, you have a couple of months where it's a little warm, but, but I mean, the rest of the year is beautiful. Yeah. And you'd be surprised in those warm months because you need a sweater in every uh, house or grocery store you go in because they <laughs> keep it so cold. So uh, that's the good thing. Uh, the bad thing is, yeah, these REITs are coming in and, you know, they just don't, the bigger companies don't need the payback that some of these smaller companies like us need. And so, mm. you know, we're a real niche, uh, add value 
um, kind of guy. And these big REITs can come in and, and have a bunch of money and, and look for the seven, eight percent and yeah. be completely happy. See, that's really interesting. So as you guys are working in this market, I mean, what is what is your biggest challenge that you guys face on a day to day basis there? I mean, the biggest challenge we we face is dealing or or going up against these bigger REITs. Okay. Um, you know, we we definitely can find the money, um, but the problem is, can we make that worth worth the turnaround? Um, right. We long hold a lot. We hold our val- our investments for a long time, um, so we don't really look to flip them. So it's got to be something where we can add value and make money for a long time. So REITs, for those who don't know, REITs are like um, investment groups, right? Is that correct? Yes, they're big uh, investment groups. A lot of a lot of it's a lot of times they're retirement groups, um, and commercials a great way for some of those REITs to push some of their money. And um, you know, when you have an A property and you buy it for you know a, a higher price, if once again if you're making seven, eight percent, that's a lot better than what, what you can make in the bank or, you know, some stocks. So it's a good investment at that, you know, looking at it that way for people. But mm-hmm. once again, when you're, you know, a smaller company like us that has uh, only so many investors, um, it definitely has to be a smart purchase that can last a long time. You guys have been doing it for 20 years though in that market. So you've got a pretty good a f- firm grasp on what you need to do there, huh? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, at first we were all Arizona um, and we wouldn't be in any other market. Um, and so we we know this market, definitely the Southwest. We know it very well. Um, we've been doing it for so long here and, and really been successful in the niche um, that we have created. Or I wouldn't say that we have created, that we we followed or done. Yeah. So you, you guys do a lot more acquisition versus the, the redevelopment or, I mean, and of course I know you're doing retail shopping, but there's, you're doing more than that, right? You know, we will, we, we do do some buildup. We have some land uh-huh. um, that we will either try to build ourselves or sell. Um, but more than likely we're looking for a shopping center that's 50% to 90% empty. Maybe a Kmart just left. Maybe uh, it. when the fresh and easies went away. Um, something that's already built that if it's a single tenant, we can make multiple tenants. If it's vacant, you know, we have our hand in a lot of, uh, in with a lot of tenants, um, different big box users. So we're, we're, we're able to find, um, those users to fill the vacancies that people can't out here. So you're looking for that underdog out there. Yeah. We're, we're a big underdog play. I love that, man. Everyone loves underdog. I want to be able to take that property and then re completely, redevelop it and people are like, Oh man, finally someone did something with this. Yeah. That that's kind of the cool part, you know, taking something that's looked the same for 20 or 30 years. And and just when you put a new thing of paint on it, it's crazy how many calls and compliments you get just from something like that. That's so cool, man. Yeah. That's well, a- and that's why property management, you know, is so important because yeah. you really got to be able to convince not only the bosses, but the leasing guys that, you know, it's important to spend the money up front instead of trying to get these guys to live the space or live the shopping center uh, in their minds. You, you got to do it up front, in my opinion. What's that like as you're working through and you're working with the properties? Do you find it tough to kind of connect the dots with them or is it pretty pretty straightforward? It's, it's not too bad. Um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough um, that I'm in a hybrid position over here. Oh, cool. um, I don't know too many people that actually do the leasing and the management. 
uh, no, that's true. on their own center. So um, it's, it's been a different experience. It's been a lot of good learning, um, especially some, some a lot of, you know, headaches and learning on the property. management. <laughs> well, that's but, how you learn, man. <laughs> it is. It is. And that's one thing I really realized with real estate, whether you're doing leasing property management, um, it really shouldn't ma- matter how much money you make in that first year or two. It's more important about who's teaching you. Yep. And I agree. Who can, who, yeah. And who can, who can you learn from? Because that's, that's invaluable real life lessons. You know, it's so interesting. You know, I was, uh, one of the things I've experienced throughout my entire career is I'm always looking for someone to, to mentor with, yep. you know, because yep. that's, you can learn. So you can learn 20 years of experience in, in a very short time. Yes. You know, and, and th- I don't think people really kind of understand uh, college is great and schools are great, but man, finding someone who, and getting them active as a mentor with you, you can, you can advance your career like by leaps and bounds. There's no, there's no better way to do it. There really is not in my opinion, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So man, so one of the things I noticed um, when I was in the office and we were talking about this, a big part of our culture is a give back. And so when we first met, that's one of the things that we connected on yes. because you guys are doing the, the future for kids. Yes. So I want to see if you can tell us more about the organization. I was really excited to hear about it from you. Yes. This is uh, you know, I could do this part for, for hours, but love it. Good. It's short and simple. Um, Future for Kids is a is a non nonprofit charity that's in Arizona. They've been around for 25 years. Okay. Um, they work with at risk youth in Arizona. Um, nice. They do free after school programs at Boys and Girls Club and and um, some of the tougher schools around the valley. Um, we also do a bunch of free sports camps and and um, a bunch of mentor programs for the kids. Um, and so it's it's a really cool nonprofit that actually helps our community. That's awesome, man. I love when people are giving back and as part of a, a you know, a, a culture for their company, you know, it, it work in, in doing what we do is there's more to it than just, you know, if for you guys, there's more to it than just buying property, you know, and, sure. and redevelopment, you know, if you're reconnecting with your community and, and really the future for the kids is a great, like a great way for you guys to give back. Um, you know, and I think people get so much more out of it than they expect when they, when they get into a kind of program like that. Would you agree? I agree. I mean, you know, it's obviously, it's one thing to be successful and, and, and all that stuff is great. And don't get me wrong. Um, everybody wants to go to sleep, not thinking about money Yep. But at the end of the day, if you're not spending that money, <laughs> you know, in a, in a good way, um, or giving back to your community, then it, it, you don't get that full, full body experience really, um, of giving back of, of, of experiencing charity donation. Um, there's nothing quite like it, honestly. What was the best experience you've had so far with future with kids? Honestly, I was lucky enough. I, so I sit on the board for these guys. Oh, and, wow. um, let me plug this real quick. Futureforkids.org. Yeah, futureforkids.org. Please go on the website and just take a look at what we do. There's a lot of great ways um, to get involved, whether it's giving money or just giving your time. Um, Both are very important. Um, But as far as my best experience, you know, they let me put together a basketball camp that we have done at ASU and GCU. And, um, you know, we're able to give them a free lunch and, and give them their own basketball when they go home at night. Um, But literally just sitting there in line in some of these, basketball uh, sports drill lines and talking and hearing the ki- these kids stories and 
really seeing them kind of come in kind of sad. And then by the end of the day, leaving with big smiles and laughs um, really makes it all worth it. How's that? How's that make you feel, man, as you're going through and you see that? Honestly, there, there isn't much of a better feeling that I've had in my life. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's, it's something that it's almost unexplainable because until you see that kid looking at you, like, you know, they're not a hero, but just someone that they can actually talk to because so, a lot of these kids, they don't have parents that are, that are at home. Maybe they're working two, three jobs, or maybe they're, you know, just not around as much as they should be. And so yeah. a lot of these people, literally kids are looking for just someone to talk to. And, um, man, it, it's unexplainable the feeling you get, you know, you almost, I almost tear up right now and just yeah. thinking about it because, um, you know, it, it doesn't take much to, to touch these kids. You know what? I mean, I think, you know, you say the word hero, but to those kids in that moment, you are, yes. you are, man. I mean, we don't think of ourselves as heroes, but we, we just want to kind of help people and give back. But to that child, to that, in that moment, man, you, you're the best thing ever. And it's, it's huge. Like, it, yeah, I get it. And that's what's funny. You're just there having a good time. You're just I mean, having a good time. But for those kids, around. Yeah. You know, and what's crazy is you really don't know how much you impact that until later. You know, and you find out I've had people come up to me and, you know, from different events and be like, hey, man, um, you know, even people I work with that you mentor and you help. And they're just like, dude, I remember when the, when I first started working with you and and you, you changed the way I think completely. And you're like, hey, that's really cool. You know, yeah, that's, that's I mean, I think it's very important, you know, especially any job you work, but just the culture. I, I just think it's a good, a good thing to be in a, get in the habit of doing. That's awesome, man. Well, we, we expect to see you guys at the golf tournaments. So. I'm there, man. I can't wait. All right. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. So with all the changes in that market, um, if you like, if you had to look back in five years ago, what would you tell yourself today? Three words. Buy, buy, buy and buy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, find out, figure out a way to load up, get a loan, private invest, you know, whatever it takes. Right. Buy about 10, 10 to 20 houses in South Scottsdale or, you know, how so many shopping centers went back to the bank. Um, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they about doubled in five years. That That's the thing that nobody saw. Everyone knew things were going to come back, but because right. of how bad nobody thought that fast. Right. And that was the craziest thing. Everything, you know, about doubled in five years. So, you know, everything's going really well and we haven't really talked about this much, but like even today, yesterday, I think it was manufacturing report came out and they're showing a, a decrease for the first time in 10 years in manufacturing. So I don't know what that looks like, but I, you know, as like you said, bye, bye, bye. There's, there's a season for everything, you know, and yes. I, I, and Maricopa has been growing so fast for so long right now. I mean, we've had a good stretch. Yes. We, so, and I mean, a really good stretch, a really good stretch. So, yeah, I, you know, it makes me wonder, you know, where the, where's the end of that, you know, cause there's, you know, there's a season for everything. It comes and goes a hundred percent. And, uh, you know, everyone kind of, tucks their head between their legs kind of, or turns the other way. You could say when, when you start talking about the end or, or, or when to pull out, but um, you got to be smart about it. Um, when it gets too good, like it's starting to get, or the prices yeah. you're seeing are too outrageous. Um, 
you know, it's a, it's a good idea to, to play it safe. I mean, yeah, pull back a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be out there, you know, overpaying or doubling what's out there now. Um, you know, at some point, you know, obviously we have the, the vote coming up and that'll, that'll affect some things, but it will. Yeah, um, sure. You know, they say it's a seven year cycle and we're going on about 12 years. So I know you can't we're, double. Cycle. It's crazy. It's actually pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, it looks like you guys, I mean, you were talking about markets and, you know, of course, Arizona is a huge market for you, but it also looks like you um, are expanding your acquisitions to other markets like Texas. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, we are looking at markets like Texas and Vegas. Um, you know, we have shopping centers in Colorado, uh, a shopping center in California. Um, and then believe it or not, we found one all the way in Chesterfield, Michigan. Um, and so it's kind of, it's really hit or miss. You know, we try to not go anywhere without somewhere we can't fly within an hour. Yep. But listen, like Chesterfield, Michigan, if someone brings you a deal and you can figure out what's going on with that market or they're just a little bit behind where these other markets are, um, then you, you can get in five years like we were talking about before and, yeah. and make that play. Yeah, yeah. And so there's definitely some some smaller niche markets around. You got to do your homework, but um, that you can find – you know, I, I think personally Salt Lake City might be um, another big market that, that could head that way. Um, mm. I'm a big fan of Salt Lake City. But you guys heard right there. Yes. Alex, look out for Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, I mean, and not just because of the snowboarding. Um, yeah, but, see, you know, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely, you know, they seem like um, where Colorado was maybe five or ten years ago. And that's huge because Colorado's boomed. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I don't think they're going to go the whole weed route and all the Mormons are going to leave or anything like that. But I think, you know, you never know. You never know. You never know. But I think it's getting a lot more lax. I think, um, you know, there's definitely a a bigger nightlife out there that's allowed. And, um, you know, the airport's right in downtown. You got the skiing that's only 30 minutes away. Uh, It's a beautiful city. And so, um, it's definitely a market I, I see on the rise, but like you, we were just talking to, um, I definitely see at some point there's got to be a drop. So yeah, at, at, at some point, all these markets are going to be okay again. So we talked about the REITs and we talked about, you know, kind of the challenges of working in this very busy market and, you know, and uh, essentially really trying to get all the funds you can get together now, why, why it's good. But, you know, it's coming to that edge. So what, if you had some advice that you would give to other, you know, you know, people in real estate, what would you, what would you say? I mean, it would, it would be just that, just don't, don't overreach. I mean, there's going to be another deal that comes down the way. Um, yeah. And if you feel like you're not meeting that, that payback that you need to get, doesn't matter how good the center is, don't overpay. Um, and then on, like you, like you also said, just if you can somehow start stacking some money because at some point there's got, even if it's only 20 or 30%, is is big yeah that's big yeah so in my opinion stash away stash away (laughs) (laughs) well just wrapping up man what's next on the horizon for you guys any big plans uh well i mean a cardinals win that would be a big plan yeah i mean shoot but uh you know crazy (laughs) enough for me i've got my first kid uh being born here Bouncing baby boy is supposed to be due October 4th. Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, I'm just sitting by the phone waiting. Oh my, that's crazy, man. Congratulations. That's going to be a big deal. It's a life changer. 
Yeah, I know you got some kids. Any any advice that you could? Uh, uh, no, there's nothing that will prepare you. I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> Google will be your best friend, but don't freak out. Yes, yes. Just stay calm, and you're not gonna break it. You'll be all right. No, I'll be calling you at three in the morning. That's fine. You, you call me. I'd like, like, listen. Just, <laughs> just stay calm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. So it's all right, man. That's it, awesome. It we'll good. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, for listeners who want to connect with Arizona Partners, what's the best way to find you guys? The best way to find us, our website is azpre.com. Um, and really, if you throw that in Google or you know on the internet, you're going to find it. Um, and you can find us on LoopNet and all those things. Um, you can also just look up my name, Alex Shapiro, uh, uh, Arizona Partners, and that'll that'll get you to my email and into my probably my cell phone as well. Perfect. Um, I will get make sure that all that information gets in the show notes. Okay. So if anyone needs to find you, we can we can find you there too. And awesome. then uh, future for kids, I, I would love for people to get over there and and donate donate some time if not money. Uh, and what was that website again for them? Yeah, that website is futureforkids.org. Um, they have an office. Uh, at the southwest corner of Southern and Priest in Tempe, Arizona, if anyone lives in Arizona. And uh, feel free to stop by. Feel free to go on their website. And um, they always have events and different things going on. So find them through Facebook and Instagram as well. Awesome, Alex, man. Well, the countdown has begun. You're about to be a dad. So the final uh, countdown. The final countdown. <laughs> yep, that's awesome, man. keeps playing in my head. So here we are. Oh, my gosh, man. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait to, to connect with you after and uh, and get that call at 3 a.m. from you. Yes, yes. And thank you for having me on your show. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon.